This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Hey, when it comes to appointing judges and justices of the peace, upon whose recommendation and say so, uh, it seems that there's an idea being floated now by the Ford government, the attorney general in that government, uh, when it comes to how these justices are appointed. Uh, they've actually, I guess, a consultation paper was leaked to the Toronto Star and uh, shared with legal groups on how Ontario can fix its outdated and slow judicial injustices of the peace appointment process. It's uh, caught the attention of people in the profession, and uh, some are disconcerted about that, including John Struthers, the president of the Criminal Lawyers Association here in the province, and he's joined the Oakley Show at Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Mr. Struthers, good to have you on board. Hi there. How are you, John? Very good. Uh, But how about you? Are you concerned with what you're hearing, what's uh, in the pipeline here, and... uh, what are the reasons for your concerns? Well, first of all, it's neither slow nor outdated. In fact, in 1988, the then Attorney General Ian Scott, much revered Attorney General, whose name is now on the Attorney General building at 720 Bay, decided that he, with other parties, would try to get the politics out of the judicial appointments process. And they did a pilot project, which was turned into legislation in 1995. <clears throat> and our current system is, frankly, the best in the world. No one thinks it's broken. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Not the judges, not the Crown attorneys, not the defense lawyers, no criminal organization and no legal organization in the province saw this on the uh, radar at all as being something that needed work. It does not need fixing, and they managed to take the politics out of it. There's no question now that the Ford government, uh, through Attorney General Downey, are in fact disqualifying very qualified, highly uh, respected candidates that have been recommended by the Judicial Appointments Advisory Committee, they're rejecting them, up to six so far and maybe more that have been placed before the uh, the government for choice, because of their political views. They don't like their politics. And as a result, despite the fact that if you, on a good day, look at the polls, 70% of Ontarians don't agree with their politics, nevertheless, they believe that they should be able to disqualify people from appointment to the bench because of their politics, whether it's their views on Pick a political issue, whether it's uh, abortion or uh, gay rights, or for that matter, whether or not anybody thinks the war on drugs is going well. If anybody has a political view that they disagree with, they want to be able to disqualify them, and they want to be able to appoint people that agree with them on politics. Politics has nothing to do with being a good judge. You want people in the middle whose politics will not affect their judgments, who are independent, and who are, are, of course, recommended highly. The current process has 13 members, seven of whom are appointed by the government. There's two judges, but seven of them are lay people appointed by the government. And they interview these people at length, and they are people who have done massive amounts of community service that are excellent in the legal community. They're well-respected for by everyone. And as a result, our judicial appointments in the past 25, 30 years have been brilliant. Our Ontario Court of Justice is one of the best courts in the world. And if you look at it, just look at the numbers. Look at the people who are on the bench. The gender equality, the racial diversity, the indigenous diversity, and the political diversity on the bench is stellar. And I can tell you that people are hopping mad that the government essentially wants to appoint people with whom they think uh, they agree politically to the bench. It's not right, and we are vehemently opposed to it. Again, John Struthers is with us, president of the Criminal Lawyers Association here in the province, uh, upset by uh, this report that's come out that uh, 
the government is probing or blue-skying whether or not uh, they can fix the outdated and slow judicial and justices of the peace appointments process. So, uh, Mr. Struthers, you're saying it has been, it's not broken, so don't fix it. There's no need to tweak it. Uh, No room for improvement whatsoever? Well, look, you know, obviously we live now in an electronic age, and for the appointment process to to grow up and to take their appointment uh, applications electronically, that's great. And, you know, if the government thinks, you know, right now the uh, committee recommends two people for every position, if they want them to recommend three, we can live with that. If they want them to recommend four so they have more choice, we can live with that. But look, what they're trying to do without question is to just get everyone who applies pass-fail, and then they want to be able to appoint from anybody who applies. And we know what's happening when that uh, uh, is uh, considered, or as you say, a trial balloon. And, of course, you know, you, you quote repeatedly, outdated and slow. It's neither. In fact, it's one of the most modern and effective uh, systems on the planet. And, uh, you know, speed depends entirely on people who are in the system. Mr. Downey could have appointed up to six judges already that were recommended to him, and he's chosen not to. I take it because he doesn't like their politics. Who makes these recommendations? It's the Judicial Appointments Advisory Committee. It's 13 or 14 members, depending on the thing. There's seven lay members who are appointed by the Attorney General himself. He gets to appoint the majority members of this committee that recommends the judges. Two are judges appointed by the Chief Justice. One is appointed by the Ontario Judicial Council. And then there's somebody from the Law Society, somebody from the Ontario Bar Association, and one person from the Federation of Ontario Law Association. So you already have a majority of government members or lay persons, you know, civilians, including you could apply to be on the committee if you wanted to. I mean, it is an open committee of, of respected citizens in Ontario who consider these applications. They do discreet inquiries. They ask people's reputations, and then they actually interview them. They have them in and sit them down and interview them. And it's a very, very thorough and very effective process that has resulted in a very diverse, very gender-balanced, and very effective Ontario Court of Justice. So apart from uh, this consultation paper that was, I guess, obtained by the Star. Uh, What about this most recent development? An active duty Toronto cop uh, was appointed to the Ontario Human Rights Commission. Was that the flag? This is the concern. You see, in that situation, they're not restricted on who they can appoint. This uh, police officer did not apply for the job, was not recommended for the job, was not vetted for the job, but he was appointed, much like Mr. Tavener was on tabs for the OPP commissioner. We're extremely concerned that there are considerations here that are well outside the current accepted norm about public servant appointments. We want independence. I mean, this is very Trumpian, you know, to try and put your friends and ideological soulmates uh, in positions of power. And it's very, very troubling because, you know, when you have a judge, you don't want it to be a Republican judge or a Democrat judge. You want it to be a down-the-middle, fair-minded judge that's going to listen. People with closed minds should not be judges. It's been suggested, I mean, when you talk about uh, that's the American system, as a matter of fact, elected judges, uh, which a lot of... Yes, some of them, yeah. Yeah, some of them. Uh, How about federally in this country? Uh, Is the process similar to what it is in Ontario, or is it different, and which is superior? Our system is investigated and studied by people from New Zealand, people from England, all over the world, because it is so good. And, you know, the federal government uh, should move in this direction. We shouldn't be moving in any other direction. We've gotten it right. You know, this was the legacy achievement of Ian Scott, the Attorney General of Ontario, so much so that it was agreed upon by all three parties at the time, three parties, there were only three, and I guess there's more now, but 
the situation is that it is not broken. It is working very well. And, you know, we're the only ones that can speak out. The uh, Crown attorneys and the judges really can't speak out because they're, in fact, of course, employed by the government and there are restrictions on what they can do. And judges can't speak out about politics. But everybody is steaming mad about this because it's working brilliantly to achieve the goals that, of course, we should all aspire to, which is diversity, equity, inclusion, fairness, unbiased, quality people on the bench. And for this to be changed, there is only one rule. When something isn't broken and someone's trying to fix it, they're trying to put the fix in. They're trying to get their pals on the bench. Well, uh, that's the government of the day today, and somewhere down the road, should it change, I'm sure that's inevitable. Uh, You're saying, I mean, this is fraught with all kinds of problems because it would be subject to the biases and vagaries of that government of the day. Which is exactly what we fixed in 1995 when we took it away from the uh, politics of the day and made it to be an independent body of respected individuals that thoroughly vetted everyone and appointed the best possible candidates. Fair enough. Uh, Now we know, so you've uh, certainly raised the issue, and uh, it's become a talking point. How do you feel the Attorney General will respond in kind? Well, you know, this government, I can't speak to their motives, nor can I speak to their their forward thinking. You know, this is something he very much wants to do. If the public does not get interested in this, of course, they'll do whatever they like. They have a majority. But at this point, I can tell you that there would be a great taint if they change the system to become politicized again and then start appointing people. Those judges will be tainted for the rest of their careers with the stigma of having been appointed with a political taint. Fair enough. I appreciate your weighing in and giving us your perspective. Thanks for having me on, John. As always, it's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. John Struthers, president of the Criminal Lawyers Association. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.